Welcome to Projects from the Heart podcast. Listen as we talk with changemakers who are forging ahead to follow their dreams and passions. Get inspired by these trailblazers and hear them share their secrets of success. Find that aha moment, that inspired one-liner that will propel you to live your dreams and a more fulfilled life. Here are your hosts, Ingrid Verkamen and Jeff Poole. Thanks to the young and fearless Evie Peters for joining us on this episode. Evie is a beekeeper, nature lover, and restorer of nature through bees. She has a passion for healing and inspiring others to take care of the earth. If you follow your passion, you will change your life to be happy and fulfilled. This is her strong belief. You can find more about her website and we'll put the link below. Welcome back, Woman Beyond Ordinary. We need you more than ever to be brave, innovative, on purpose. Yes, COVID-19 has reshaped our lives. Nature always restores itself. The world will survive without us, but we cannot survive without our Earth. The COVID-19 outbreak is a blessing for nature. I am home locked down, and so is Chef, my co-host. He's in his bubble at the other side of town. And here we are again with an amazing guest for you. She fits in so well. Avi Peters is 25 years young and so mature for her age. She gave up her starting career and luxury life in Belgium the moment she found her calling and passion for restoring nature with bees while in Portugal. She has never looked back. Her family thought she was crazy. I saw her last August in Portugal and I was blown away by how she and her husband tried to turn their dreams into a tangible reality. And this project from the heart is about the impact that following what feels right for you can have in your life and how powerful it is each day to stick to what you commit yourself to. Jeff is very much intrigued with what Evie has achieved. (laughs) (laughs) Certainly (laughs) am. I am actually very privileged. I've been sitting on the first row as a witness. I've been coaching her. I've been helping her on her journey to finding how to surrender to her deepest passion and stay focused by keeping it simple and logical. Yes, indeed. I can't wait to chat with her. Let's welcome her. Good evening, Evie. We are so happy to have you on the show today. Hey, Ingrid. I am so happy and so excited to do this. What a challenge. Oh, let me introduce you to Jeff, who is jumping up and down to kickstart this conversation. (laughs) Hi, Evie. I'm Jeff, and I've heard so much about you. You seem to be an exceptional person. I've always been fascinated with bees, and I've even wanted to have a hive. You have a passion for nature and to restore it. Am I right when I say nature saved your life or am I exaggerating? Tell us a bit about it. You are certainly not exaggerating. In Belgium, I worked in the restaurant and hotel industry and the catering world is of course hard work and a good number of hours of work. I therefore got into the routine of little sleep and irregular eating, which is of course not healthy at all. But at that age, I did not attach any importance to that. And during this period, I also met a man who became my husband. 
Uh, one morning I was getting ready for work and I was not feeling well because I got up with a headache. And shortly afterwards, without any warning, I just fell unconscious on the floor. I myself don't remember anything here except that I woke up in a hospital bed with all the people around me that I didn't recognize. And this was a big shock because those people were my relatives and I didn't even recognize my own mother. This period was very painful and confusing for me, but luckily my memory gradually came back after three weeks and after the fourth week I was allowed to return home. So about one month later, my husband suggested we go to his holiday home in Portugal. Portugal at that time was unknown to me. We arrived at Lisbon airport and from there we went to Castelo Branco, which was about three hours away. And what I loved about this ride was that the hustle and the bustle of the city just disappeared the further we drove. The buildings became trees and the stress became silence from the safety I felt from the nature and the mountains all around me. The next morning I woke up, not from cars or no noisy neighbors, but from sheep passing by. And I still think that's fantastic. Then nature helped me a lot to come back to myself. One moment that will always stay with me is when we went for a walk one evening to Monsanto. Monsanto is an old castle on a crystal mountain. And during the climb, I saw this tree that has somehow managed to grow between a big stone. And I thought, if this tree can grow through such an obstacle, then I can do this too. Ooh, you fell in love with the house, the land, the peace and quiet surroundings and you wanted to stay. Your family had another opinion when they came to visit you. So how did that work out? My family was also curious about the place I was so excited about. So they came on a vacation. Now, unfortunately, they did not share the same love I had about our new home. In fact, they wanted to take me back to the so-called luxury life. I can still hear my grandmother say, darling, you're not a farmer, aren't you? You are a princess who belongs in a chic hotel. I was most affected by that statement. Princess. <laughs> Tell us about this feeling that made you so adamant to find the money and come back to this house to settle down. It was very difficult to find a job in Portugal. So I had to go back to Belgium to work. And I saved every euro I earned. I was very homesick for Portugal and for my partner who stayed there during that time, and it was such a pain. And then suddenly, my husband found work in Lisbon for the both of us. Now, I can hardly express in words the feeling of getting off the plane, going to the entrance hall, and seeing him standing there after not having seen him for one whole year. And so we worked in Lisbon during the week, and on the weekend, we drove to our house. The job was not very satisfying, but we had no other choice. At home, we were pondering how we could turn our land into a paradise. The universe will provide us with something, we said to each other. And now I'm all ears. Tell me about your paradise dream and what was the click to start with bees? That's what I'm wondering about. <laughs> well, um, we were watching the Belgium news and they talked about how vandals had knocked over beehives. My husband became very agitated and he said, how awful. It has bad consequences because the honeybees are responsible for pollinating our daily food. 
So I asked, what could be done? There must be something we can do. And we became fascinated. We spent all evening researching about the honeybee and what it means to be a beekeeper. How the honeybee is put together, what they take as food, how the colony works, why the honeybee is so important, what they all produce, such as honey, propolis, bee pollen, royal jelly and beeswax, the different working methods and so on. What a wonderful and indispensable profession. The more we dived into it, the more interesting it became. And we said to each other, wow. There would be a lot of happy bees in our area with the amount of flowers we see. And that's how the decision was made to become beekeepers. Wow, that's a big shift. It's great to see this shift. You are ready for that stretch for acting in accord with your dreams. When those thoughts are from such a deep desire, wonders can happen. And that's what happened with you. What was the wonder that appeared to you? Yes, indeed. First of all, it was Ingrid here who came into the picture. My husband knew Ingrid very well as the best friend of his auntie, and he told her our idea and vision. Ingrid listened and she was very moved by our intentions. She called it being at service to humanity from deep down. That is a brilliant motivator, and she explored our dreams further with in-depth questions. Ingrid is a great mentor to us and has helped us with drawing up a professional business and financial plan templates and providing insight into business and from that evening on our lives turned completely we had a big smile every day a proud attitude and we're very much looking forward to the future with the bees so we immediately searched for a local beekeeper to buy bees from and we ordered the first eight beehives it was a super enthusiastic experience our evenings were packed with studying and gathering information about the honeybees, the different beehives, beekeeper material, and methods of dealing with the honeybees. And we couldn't wait for them to arrive. And then, after a few weeks, the moment came to open the boxes for the first time. I have never been so fascinated nor felt so proud as when I first held a queen in my hands. We love nature and therefore we work organically and naturally with our bees. So we placed our beehives on organic farms and in our own organic garden. Wow, eight hives to begin with and you managed to grow them double the amount very quickly and with every new step on the horizon, luck was every time smiling at you like it was orchestrated. That is such an amazing part of our journey. By coincidence, we heard of beekeepers who were allergic to bee stings and therefore they were forced to sell their entire apiary. We jumped on this opportunity and bought everything from them. And that brought our apiary to 28 bee families in no time. Well, so far so good. One can say with your perseverance and focus, you made it happen. Great, but not spectacular. Until by coincidence, your real purpose was revealed, wasn't it? Yes, indeed. And nothing could prepare us for what we were going to experience. One of the farms we had our beehives on is an organic vegetable farm. And we were there to check on our hives. A car pulled over and the driver asked us if we were the owners of the vegetable farm. We replied we only use the land for our beehives and a conversation started. Apparently, this man was the son of a large landowner who is a certified organic goat breeder, a breed that is, by the way, almost extinct. We then said that we also work organic with our bees. 
And suddenly, this man became very enthusiastic. He had beekeepers on his land who worked with chemicals, and that goes against all the principles of his family business. He was looking to get them out in case he found organic beekeepers. So he invited us that same day to come and see his land. And wow, we got in the car and we could hardly believe what was happening. His property was like a fairy tale forest, truly beautiful and huge. We immediately saw the potential. Plus, it would be an immense improvement for us. We were super excited that we might now have a 400 hectare natural site. And that is not all. Here it comes. They also showed us a piece of their land that was unfortunately hit hard by a forest fire. So they needed also the bees to get this piece of land back to its original state with the help of the bees. We signed an agreement and we immediately started to move our current beehives gradually to their new place. And then my real purpose emerged. Your real purpose emerged. Wow! How? Because of the many forest fires, a lot of wild bees were killed and many other animals. So we had to restore nature. And now it was possible because of our bees. And that was the big calling. Wow. I presume to restore such a large amount of burned land, you would need more bees and more beehives. So a lot more like sponsorship, investors, grants were required. Is that right? Yes, we became so passionate about restoring the destroyed areas. And with some brainstorming, we got the idea to start a rescue project with the help of nature lovers or companies. So they can sponsor one or more beehives and we do the work, of course. And the outcome will be that this land will flourish back to its natural state. We made also a YouTube video showing the burned down area and explaining our initiative. Women Beyond Ordinary New Zealand, Maddie's Bakery in Belgium, and a few private individuals became sponsors for various beehives. So yes, sponsors are very welcome. <laughs> of course, of course. More sponsors, more beehives. You work very hard and your drive to expand is amazing. But it does not go fast enough in your opinion. You wish restoration of nature would go faster and now there is COVID-19. Lockdown. Portugal is in a lockdown. The whole world is in a lockdown. Have you seen in your environment changes in nature? That is an interesting question. What we see happening all over the world is phenomenal. The CO2 emissions have been greatly reduced and that has a very positive effect on nature. So it is now very important to understand and maintain this restoration process. There is so much evidence to be seen in the different countries. The light pollution is less, the birds in the cities are singing again, Water becomes clear and the air becomes healthier to breathe. It is simply fantastic that it can change in such a short time. Wow, it is fantastic. Who could have thought about this without the coronavirus? And how is it now for Portugal? Well, what we see here in Portugal is that there are a lot more bee swarms, especially from the Spanish beekeepers who have their beehives here in Portugal. The borders are closed, so they cannot come and take care of their bees. Ah, okay. Yes, when the bees are not taken care for, they, the nest grows too big uh, and they swarm out. So two days ago, we actually added a bee swarm to our apiary. 
Okay, that's fantastic. I think that nature is now in a restoration process. Now, unfortunately, for reviving nature, this quarantine time will be too short to get the full potential. But we also have to keep the balance as an economic shutdown is disastrous too. Oh yeah, that's true. Eh? When what we see all around us, especially here in New Zealand, and uh, there are lots of people who get out of money uh, when the economy shuts down, businesses can go bankrupt. So there is a high cry out to get back to what it was previously. Hmm? Yeah. And this is actually the time to realize that the things can be done differently so that hopefully we can get up after this crisis in a healthier and cleaner world. My contribution to this new world is to continue working with the bees in a natural way. We have to remember that we only have one planet and it will survive without us, but we cannot. That's exactly true. We only have this one Earth. There is no second one. Evie, it sounds so exciting. and I'd have to love to come and visit you one day. I've never been to Portugal. Thank you so much for your incredible story. And I feel really touched and humbled and so grateful that you've shared it with us. Oh, yes, Jeff. Thank you. Jeff, this is an example of what people can do from the heart and how the universe guides those individuals who go the extra mile because for them it feels the right thing to do. Well, thank you, Evie. It is an honor to work with you. I wish you all the best and lots of help to come. We will be in touch. Bye-bye. Bye, Evie. All the best. I am the one to thank you both. This was a real challenge for me. I've never done a podcast, let alone in English. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in. And before we leave, perhaps something sparked in you. You may have questions or just want to surround yourself with like-minded people, other entrepreneurs, and women beyond ordinary. Join our Facebook page and also a closed group, WBO Exclusive Club, where women can be open and where it is safe to talk and get inspired. We would love you to tune in soon. Have a lovely day.